Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam, and I'd like to welcome you to my iClarity podcast. If you want to get in touch with me with questions, you can email me at hello at drsamburn.com, and you can always text me your questions at 1-844-932-1291. I would like to let you know about my new membership program. This is going to offer members new information on how to improve their vision and wellness. So you will get access to articles, video blogs, podcasts, and webinars. Also a live Q&A with me. And all of this information will empower you to make informed decisions about your vision and your health. So to sign up, go to my website, drsamburn.com, and you can see the details there. All right, now on to the show. Everybody, welcome to the program today. So I want to talk about what happens when either your family member or friend gets the eye diagnosis. So let's say you have a parent and he or she has been diagnosed with glaucoma or cataracts or macular degeneration. And the doctor will say something like, well, let's just watch it or let's schedule you for a procedure. And you being a holistically minded person says, mm, maybe there's something else. So how can you help? Or let's say you have a child who's maybe struggling a little bit in school, or you notice that there's an eye turn or he or she covers one of her eyes and you go to the doctor and he says, well, you've got esotropia or amblyopia and we need to either patch full time or you need to do eye muscle surgery right away let's get this scheduled or even if it's just a friend a friend who maybe has had a botched cataract surgery or is facing glaucoma surgery and you know that there might be a better way how do you navigate the waters the day doesn't go by when somebody will write me and say, you know, I have a family member or a friend who's got this eye condition. I know there's a better way. And so, you know, I offer certain suggestions and so on, but this is educational only. So I'm not diagnosing or treating, but how do you handle the dynamics of this? So first of all, I think it's important to note that everybody is on their own path. And as much as we want to help others, I think it's important that if you're going to offer advice that you want to ask permission, you want to make sure that it's okay, because some people just aren't open to a more holistic, integrative approach, especially with the eyes. For some reason, we don't think we can improve our vision. It's the one part of our body that isn't going to heal. At least that's what maybe your eye doctor has said, even though people have had healings in so many other areas of their body, 
Why not the eyes? So if you have that conversation and the person says, yeah, I'm open to it, what do you have? I think the first thing to do is maybe show some research based on the condition, if that's possible. I've got a good resource list that you can use to show them that, you know, if you do X, it might change Y. Certainly with conditions like macular degeneration, the research is pretty rock solid that says that, you know, if you add things like lutein, zeaxanthin, astaxanthin, omega-3, vitamin A, zinc, that you have a chance of maybe improving your vision if you start feeding your eyes with those nutrients. Of course, you can get a little more edgy and you can show them the red light therapy, which uh, the studies have been done by the Jeffries Lab in UCL, University College London, which said that red light actually might be able to regenerate your eyes, especially the macula, and also there might be a reduction in drusen. You know, some people with red light, if they've never been exposed to it before, this is a bit of a leap, but you know, the research is pretty definitive that red light is definitely helpful, at least in supporting mitochondria function, reducing oxidative stress and inflammation, at least on a body level. Another thing to consider is, you know, how open the person is that, you know, diet and nutrition play a big role in your eye health. Now, I've said this many times that the retina has one of the highest metabolic needs in the body and the macula has the highest metabolic need in the retina. And if we look at all the eye conditions, at least the, the main ones, if we start at the front of the eye, we've got conditions like blepharitis and meibomian gland dysfunction. It comes down to the state of the health of our eyelids, how much inflammation we're carrying, how much eye stress and blue blocker or blue light exposure we have. And when we, uh, when we have inflammation in the eyelids, of course, this leads to dry eye and cornea health, more problems like cataracts. Of course, cataracts are formed because of oxidative stress and also the glycation process, that glucose molecule attaching itself to the protein molecule of the lens. Is the person really willing to reduce their sugars and eat a more natural, organic, non-GMO, uh, low or no pesticide type foods? This is really important. Food is medicine. And if you can heal your gut, it's going to have a positive impact on your eyes. And the more inflammation you have in your body, the more it's going to create eye problems as we know this. So this, this is kind of the first conversation you can have. As we move further back, of course, floaters are disturbing, but they're not sight-threatening, although people have a real emotional response to floaters. Again, some people get so frustrated and angry with their floaters. And again, it comes down to how can you boost your vitreous health, collagen health, and you've seen many of my video blogs that talk about that, and even things like posterior vitreal detachment, there are things that you can do to reverse that. And then of course, then we move to the retina, we've got the optic nerve and the retina and the macula, and so that covers the eyes. Nutrition is an easy way to start. If you start making changes, this is a way for you to uh, start seeing improvement in your eyesight. You know, I'll never forget when I got into practice very early on, my first practice was in the Philadelphia area, and I didn't know very much when I started my practice. I knew I was committed to holistic uh, optometry, but 
I used to counsel people just to change their diet. That's it. You know, just eat a more healthy diet. And they'd come back in three and six and nine months later and their cataracts were reduced or their macular degeneration was reduced or their glaucoma. They weren't taking as many medications. Their dry eye was less. Their myopia was less. So I saw early on the relationship, the connection between what we eat and how we see. Obviously, eyes and vision relate to our lifestyle, our stress, how well we sleep, our relationships, and all of these things contribute to the eventuality that if we don't take care of ourselves, we have a higher risk of developing all these different eye diagnoses and conditions that the eye doctor is great at figuring out. So in the conversation that you have with your friends and your parents, these would be some of the places that, that I can start. And then you can maybe turn them on to some of my content or other people's content who talk about holistic healing and functional medicine, things that are, you know, steeped in research and, you know, testimonials and things like that. If they go more deeply into it, then they can get into the eye exercise realm, but that would not be a place that I would start because that takes more commitment. It takes more buy-in. And, you know, if they're open-minded to doing it, if they've done other things like yoga or Feldenkrais or, you know, any kind of body-centered practice, mind-body meditation, those kinds of things, then they may be more open to the eye exercise therapy. That's certainly true. Now with kids, your, your child, if they've been diagnosed with an eye condition like strabismus or amblyopia or high hyperopia or myopia or astigmatism, there are physical therapy exercises, in my opinion, that work so well organically in helping the child re-educate, reprogram how their eyes connect to their brain and body. And taking a developmental approach where you start looking at the arc of development from gestation, birth, and the first few years of life, these experiences definitely can impact a child's sensory motor development. I put their vision in there as well. Traumas have a huge impact on our visual system. You know, more and more professionals are talking about the effects of trauma and how it affects our mental health. And our mental health and our vision are very tied in together. I'll never forget one of my mentors saying that vision is mostly mental. What we think about is what we see, what we project, and what we manifest. Now, I know that's kind of a, a metaphor, but it actually rings true on a physical, practical level that what we think will impact what we see and what we believe. And if we change our thinking, we can change what we're seeing. And so with kids, especially because of their plasticity, I would definitely seek out a more organic physical therapy type program instead of doing something invasive and traumatizing like surgery or long-term patching. That stuff just doesn't work even though that's what the mainstream promotes. It's really fixing a symptom. And I think if there's one takeaway today, when you talk to your family members, your friends, or you're thinking about your children, or even yourself, 
is do you want to be in the fix-it model, which is just treating symptoms, or do you want to get to the causative factors and realize that at least in the vision world, there's physical, emotional, energetic, and psychological reasons why we develop our eyes in the way we do. And if you think of it that way and you want to treat the cause, then you can seek out a more holistic approach and it works very well. It takes more time, it takes more persistence, consistency, commitment, but the results are amazing. So digest that for a while. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.